Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast where we talk all things that are most dear to the heart. I'm Bobby Houston, co-senior pastor of Hillsong Church and founder of the Color Sisterhood. I'm passionate about seeing all people find Jesus as Saviour and gain a revelation of their value in Him and then rise up to make a stand for justice in the earth. This is a place that you'll hear from me, the Color Sisterhood team and some of our beloved friends. To find out more and stay up to date, please visit bobbyhouston.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Good morning. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thursday morning, IGTV Sisterhood. What is it? Number five. Can you actually believe that? It's number five. Good Lord. Hallelujah. So I'm holding this. Um, why don't we pray? Why don't we pray? Father God, I just thank you that it is Thursday morning, that the sun is shining, hallelujah, in a beautiful, beautiful way, and that, um, God, we're here. And so, Lord Jesus, we commit ourselves to you. Father God, I pray for every person who is listening on, Father God, wherever they might be around the world, that you will bless them and keep them and cause your face to shine upon them. Father, my prayer is that if anyone is suffering right now, that if anyone is honestly going through a difficult time, if they're struggling, um, Father God, if they're grieving in any way, that um, you're going to draw near to them in the most perfect and profound way. And Father God, our prayer is always, we're so grateful, Lord, that as we lean into your goodness, your grace and your kindness, everything will be all right. In Jesus' name. Amen. Do I have an amen there? I can see some of you. Praise God. We've so got to get this technical thing sorted or else we've just got to get back together. Amen. So um, again, I hope you're well. Saying hi to all our Aussie girls around the Australia and up into um, Indonesia. And um, always our college students, a shout out to you. Hope that your studies online are going fantastic. Amen. And um, just any other friends that are around. So I don't know if there's girls from overseas. I saw, um, who did I see? I saw, oh, Jess, Jess Bogart <laughs> from Dallas, and I saw Lisa Kai for a moment from um, Hawaii, which is awesome, and different ones. So you're good. Amen. Are you good? I'm good. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So I have got some teacups here. I had them last week, but I've got this one. So I don't know what kind of teacup you've got. Isn't that beautiful? I love it. Fantastic. Amen. I can multitask. Hold my phone and hold a teacup. I've got this little one. Cute as, don't you think? Okay, it's a little Italian espresso cup. Beautiful. We've got, okay, wake, pray, slay, and stay. So I hope you guys are still doing that. And then, <laughs> this one's kind of cute. All right, it says Bailey's on it. So I don't know if this belongs to my granddaughter, Bailey, as it's Bailey's cup, or actually, this one goes with a liqueur. I don't know. But I've got all my teacups, and I'm having a party with all my imaginary friends. Not really. Actually, I'm just kidding. So anyway, I just want to take a moment and acknowledge, um, if I can, just with all of you girls, how sad it was to kind of lose Cy Rogers. Okay, so Cy had been sick for a wee while, and, and he passed just a few days ago. And so I know that as a sisterhood, as a church, we're sending all of our love to his wife, Karen, and to his daughter, Grace, and her husband and grandchildren. And gosh, it's such crazy times. Um, yeah, like when you lose someone in these days, this season um yeah we can't even really bury them properly so we're praying for karen and i know that when she gets a chance she's going to do a beautiful memorial and maybe all of us girls can um write something beautiful for that because um he's been such a great blessing in our lives amen <laughs> amen praise god it's such an art sitting here talking to oneself 
in my lounge room, okay, so here I am. Brian's gone off down to the studio. And um, I just wanted to acknowledge Jess Hastings. I don't know if you're there, sweetheart, but I got your little present in the mail. Okay, your gorgeous little card with really kind words and um, this really cute heart necklace, which I personally love. It's called Wisdom. And then also, right before we started, Laura texted me. So she's down doing some work for church. Um, but she wanted to bless me. And so she goes, Mum, look at, look at your front door. And so she had delivered these. Aren't they beautiful? They're so gorgeous tulips. Amen. And she wrote this really gorgeous card, which literally says, um, to my fellow believer, dreamer, doer, lover, and fighter. And she said, to brighten your day, to brighten your sisterhood live and your stream today, love, Lawsy Bell and Secret Garden which is incredible. So don't forget Secret Garden is happening as well. Amen. All right. Praise God. Have you had any highlights, girls, this week? Okay, I've had a few highlights in my life this past week. One of them, I mean, one of them was getting to host services on the weekend. So that was kind of fun with Laura. Amen. Praise the Lord. We've given it a go. And our church has been incredible. But that aside, I had a highlight yesterday. So I got to go somewhere, visit someone. And um, actually, I got the roots done because here in Australia, hair salons, thank you, Jesus, are still open. So I went and got my roots done. Otherwise, I would be in a cap talking to you. But um, I met this amazing woman. Her name is Mavis. Everyone say Mavis. And um, she was 88, 88 years old. She honestly looked like she was maybe 70 years of age absolutely gorgeous. Um, she was alert. She was bright. She was amazing. She actually said <clears throat> in the conversation that, you know what, she's not afraid of the times because she's actually ready to go home to meet God, which is incredible that she could say that. And um, she just had this like captive audience, this beautiful little captive audience. And someone asked her and said to her, so Mavis, what is the secret to your life? Okay, this was a highlight for me. She goes, what Mavis, what is the secret to your life? And um, she literally said, you know what? I, um, I obviously love God. She does love God. She goes to a little uniting church in uh, Cherry Brook, I think. But um, she said, you know what? I walk every day. I have a positive mindset. And she said, I have been blessed, and she is blessed in this way, to be married to a man or to have been married to a man for something like 60-something years who was just the delight of her life. And um, she was incredible. And so she just sat there with this handful of people in the salon, all at social distancing, um, you know, distance. And she was just totally inspiring. And so if I've got a hashtag for you and a highlight from my life this week, girls, it's Mavis. So I think we should have a new hashtag today that's like, hashtag be like Mavis. Be encouraged like that. And then also yesterday, um, I got to highlight, deliver bread to my neighbours and cards because basically last week, I uh, told you, or asked you, or encouraged you rather, to um, to write beautiful words to people, and I know that you've actually been doing that. And then I thought, crumbs, I actually really is a pun for you. I really need to do that myself. So I wrote some cards to our five immediate neighbours and dropped some bread off. <laughs> Hope they eat it. Anyway, praise God. And then uh, you know what happens in life, girls? You sow something and then you reap it. So I came home in the afternoon, and uh, uh, Caesar from province bakery bread person had delivered this gigantic slab of bread like huge a focaccia like the size of my dining room table and so you know 
whatever you sew in line, you're going to reap back. And so I got to like share that and divvy that up and um, give that to different people. And then one more thing I've done just to keep it normal and keep it um, natural here this morning is honestly, um, I cleaned up a corner of my bedroom. I know this is riveting stuff for anyone watching on, but seriously, I cleaned up a corner of my bedroom desk that has been my personal nemesis for like five years. And um, seriously, somewhere last week, I lay in bed, yeah, praying for the world. And then I thought, Bobby Houston, here you are, lying in your bed, praying for the world, and you can't even clean up your desk. So I have cleaned up a quarter of that. So I feel like I am winning in Jesus' name. Amen? Someone say amen to me. And so you know what? That thought there, the nemesis, brings me to a little thought that I have for you today. And it's something that I woke up with the other day. <clears throat> and it's quite simply this. There is no condemnation to those in Christ Jesus. Okay, you know it well, don't you? Romans 8 um, verses 1. It's where it is, isn't it? 8.1. There is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And the reason I say that, sweethearts, if I can just encourage you, Pastor Ali, for one second, is that it is so easy when we're in ISO, when we're alone, doing life kind of alone, tangibly, physically alone. Um, it's so easy in that space when we're possibly a little bit more media driven or media drawn to um to sometimes feel like everyone else is crushing it everyone else is um amazing everyone else is winning everyone else is astounding <laughs> everyone else is disciplined oh my goodness everyone else is like just organized praise god everyone else is getting it right everyone else is fabulous but because you know you <laughs> and because you uh, live with you and because you know your own thoughts and your mindsets and you know you're not so fabulous self when no one else is watching, it's really easy to succumb every now and then to um, a sense of failure or a sense of defeat or a sense of feeling, you know what, um, everyone else is winning but I'm falling short. And part of that thought was also prompted last week by a little post that um, we got from Kareth. So I don't know if you've noticed on um, Hillsong Sisterhood AU Australia, we've been posting some of the campus girls just saying hi for two minutes. So we've probably done three of those. And last week, Kareth up in Darwin um, did this cute little one. Okay, so now I'm on my phone. I can't show it to you because I was actually going to show it to you. But um, it was so cute because she basically said, okay, hi, everyone. She's adorable. She's like, you know, I started the day really well and I just decided that I was going to roast some pumpkin and make some really healthy soup and she juiced. She got it all right, did everything right and then um, ordered a bucket, a giant bucket of KFC and devoured a lot. And to be honest, I just found it kind of cute and adorable and real and honest and releasing. And um, so it just made me think, you know what, a lot of the time we're getting it right. Sometimes you're going to get it wrong. And that's actually okay as well. Don't be harsh on yourself because there's no condemnation. So it brings me again to that verse in Romans chapter 8. I'm just going to read it to you if I may. Is that all right, sweethearts? Are you still with me? Okay. So Romans 8 um, verses 1 and 2 in the ESV says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So we know that, right? No condemnation. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. All right, I'm having trouble reading here. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. So we understand that. So Christ has set us free, and God has done for us 
what the law could not do because the flesh was weak. So in the message, it's beautiful. It literally says, are you with me? It says, with the arrival of Jesus Messiah, that fateful dilemma is resolved. Those who enter into Christ being here for us no longer have to live under a continuous low-lying black cloud. A new power is in operation. The spirit of life in Christ, like a strong wind, has magnificently cleared the air, freeing you from the fated lifetime of brutal tyranny at the hands of sin and death. Okay, it sounds intense, but it actually isn't. Here, the writer is saying, you know what, we've been set free from the weaknesses of our flesh, from the failings of our, our flesh, is saying a new power is in operation. The spirit of life in Christ has set us free. And I personally love that. I love that the spirit of the, spirit of the Lord, the spirit of life, which is the Holy Spirit, enables us. He's there to help us. And so you know what? In context of Kareth and her bucket of KFC, basically we would not describe that as perhaps brutal tyranny, amen? It's just a bucket of chicken. But it's those little moments in life that can dull our spirit, that can dull our day, and then dull our fruitfulness. And God really needs us to be fruitful in these times, amen? So you have permission to be yourself. You have permission to not always get it right. But I just want to encourage us that we have the Holy Spirit, we have the Holy Spirit. He's not some ethereal force. He is the person of God. He is the third. He is that beautiful, unique component, beautiful part of God Almighty. And he's there for us. And so on that, I've been reading. Oh, gosh, I don't want to cut you off, girls. Um, I've actually been reading an old book. I pulled it out, and I've, I've referenced, referenced it before. It's actually... Um, Good Morning, Holy Spirit by Benny Hinn. And, you know, Benny Hinn's old school. He's been around for years. He's kind of a little bit different from what we might know style-wise. But without a shadow of a doubt, he had an encounter with God when he was a young person and the Holy Spirit. And so I just want to read, if I may, I can get up here. I just want to read one little excerpt and then um, we're going to do some fun things. So he writes in his book, The person of the Holy Spirit is distinct in the Godhead. He is tender. He is sensitive. But because Jesus gave him to you and me, he is not going to leave us. Did you hear that? Because he has been given to us, he's not going to leave us regardless. He writes, Bennington writes, the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. You've heard that before. He doesn't enter your room until you invite him. He doesn't sit down until you ask him. And he doesn't speak to you until you speak to him. He writes, how long will he wait? How long will this Holy Spirit wait? How long will he wait until you speak to him? How long will he wait until you speak to him? It could be months, even years. He will just wait and wait and wait. My friend, you will never know his power. You will never know his presence until you go and sit beside him and say, wonderful Holy Spirit, tell me about Jesus. Wonderful Holy Spirit, tell me about Jesus. And so this morning, guys, I just want to encourage you, seriously, simple thought this morning on a Thursday morning, to, um, to cultivate and to develop and to have the courage, I dare you, to, um, to stretch your relationship with the Holy Spirit. And that's what I'm doing. I read these words again and it encouraged me. I thought, you know what, I really need to um, 
to cultivate this in my own life. Amen. So I hope that is a blessing to you in Jesus' name. Okay, so now the fun and games are going to begin because I'm going to try to call Donna Crouch. So Donna, sweetheart, if you are um, listening, I think the deal is you kind of go out and then you come back in and hopefully I can see you. Amen. All right, so... Glory, hallelujah, in Jesus' name. So I hit the little buttons down there. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's not happening. Praise the Lord, oh my soul. And all that is within me. All right, hitting the buttons. Oh, go live with. Ah, lots of you have requested. I can't see Donna. Oh, Donna, where are you? Ah, there she is. Add. So we're just waiting for Donna now. <laughs> God bless IT departments. God bless. Did we do it? Donna! Hey, I did it. <laughs> I know. I know we should I, just go out for lunch if we could. Oh, my gosh. I pushed the right button. I'm so relieved. Well, God bless you, sweetheart. I have to hold this up because I'm all cockeyed this morning hi everybody yes I'm, i miss everybody so much ah uh, i miss your face i don't think i've seen you up close for like weeks no i know we haven't. chat all the time we chat all the time on chat lines and what have you but yeah I'm, that's just like sms it's nothing yeah it kind of works Hum for me i'm okay we need, I, I need human beings i need everybody <laughs> and i just and i just appreciate those words you just shared because i I don't know about everybody else, but living with just me is pretty confronting. So it's easy to get down <laughs> on yourself. Yeah. Really easy to get down on yourself. And yeah. Oh, it's so frustrating living with yourself anyway, all the you time. You look beautiful. You look well. I know your family yeah. as well. You've yeah. got a house, you've got a truckload of people working there. You've got Stephen at home. You've got the kids at home. Yep. Well, two of them go out to the office, but Stevie's home. Stephen's home. I'm home. Okay. The dog's home, so okay. she could bark. So Anything yeah. fun been happening in your house? Girls love you, oh. Donna. Oh, anything fun? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, Yeah, like I, we get paid out on every night at dinner time by our kids because, like, I, I know heaps of girls would be home, like, with their little kids and, you know, it's all like, you know, everyone's telling you make memories, but every night we just get rehashed. <laughs> Um, stuff up memories of our parenting from primary school and preschool and high school and um, they, our kids sit around the table every night and for about 40 minutes get out the iPad and pull up photos of what we dressed them in because we didn't have any money at all and, and pay us out and go, what were you thinking? Why did you take photos of us in the bath like this? Like that's illegal now. Um, and, oh. and they just, they, well, no, it's not bad, but, you know, like yeah. it's cute. But, um, but they just pay out on us. So I'm thinking of all the girls at home right now going, ah, this is terrible. But um, I'm like, no, in 10 years' time, they'll be sitting around going, these are great memories. Forget the overseas yeah. holiday that you did once that you busted your buns to do. They won't even remember it. They'll just remember. <laughs> they'll just remember all the everyday normal stuff ups that they think are hilarious. Like truly, it, we just we just get slammed every night, and it's hilarious. I um, 
I know. I'm a little bit envious because I've got no little people here. Like we've got no, we've got no like self education happening. So you know, it's just me and Brian, and you know, he can be awesome, but he can be terribly boring sometimes. <laughs> it's a sport. <laughs> so, and then those kids, girls. I just want to say this: those of you who've got little people, they do grow up, and around about their twenty first birthday, they start recounting stories and like oh, yeah. what Donna is saying, and they oh. just make things up. They embellish stories. They have a completely yeah. different perspective, and it's like that did not happen that way. Yeah, that did yeah, not happen yeah. that way. And okay, Ethan Donna. has a brutal memory. Ethan has like an elephant's memory. He is like brutal in like microscopic detail. And I'm like, oh Lord, help me. So it, it is. It is funny. Like every night, it is very funny. So anyway. okay, Donna. So have you got? You know, I've asked this question of Cass last week. Praise yeah. God. But you know, everyone's using the word silver lining. Is there something personally in your life that? Um, that you're just loving in the season or you've um, grasped hold of in the season or just something that you just want to share with the girls because after we've chatted, I'm going to actually hook in with um, Nicola as well. So, okay. Something for you, um, well, um, well, dinner at night is silver lining. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a win. Um, wh one amazing thing was I was talking to Stephen's dad, um, went and just checked in on him. Yeah. And it's amazing that older people have so much more perspective because they've lived life longer. He's um, 81 or 82 now. He just right. had his birthday. And, um, and, I, and we were, you know, talking about this. And he said, oh, this is like when we were in isolation when I was seven. And I was like, oh, what was that like? And he said, well, when polio was rampant, we, oh, were, wow. in yeah, we were in isolation. And he said, so he was brought up on a, they were farmers. So he was brought up on a farm. And he said, we couldn't go into town for years until there was a vaccine. And, uh, and I said, did any of your friends from school get polio? And he said, yeah, yeah, they, they got polio. And until they invented a vaccine, he said, we just had to play on the farm. And he said, you know, so from when I was seven to when I was 12, we were, it was really, really strict. So we could do anything on the farm, but going into town was a really big treat. And he said, it was, um, it, it reminds me of those days. And, um, you know, just, you know, you older, we yeah. hear that old, older people are, you know, you know, got to look after people over 60, but older people have so much to offer us as far as, nearly me, um, as far as resilience and perspective and they've, got, they've overcome so much yeah. more. And I think, you know, we've got to pull those stories out of people. Like Mavis, was it Mavis that you yeah, talked about at the hairdresser? Mavis, yeah. yeah, they've just got so much more distance yeah. and... Um, yeah, I think I think now's the time to listen and get get wisdom. She um exactly. She just had a calmness about her. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I was so yeah. tempted to film her. I just everything inside of me yeah. wanted to just the phone on film her, but I didn't want to do that. I was just meeting her. But anyway, yeah, yeah, so, amazing. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. So, are yeah. you working hard, Donna? How's the tone and the just really quickly, like you, your job profile, what you do, um, yeah, the city. Yeah. Um, you know, just really quickly, how is it the tone and the feel out there? I mean, obviously there's tone and feel within the kingdom of God. There's a faith and there's a hope and there's a just mm. a sense of, um, you know, I don't know, security, you know, actually. Yeah, well, well yeah. What, what I've been trying to, well, what I, what I have been working on is making sure that our church is positioned to help if things get bad or got bad. Yeah. So, um federally and at a state level our buildings 
and because yeah. they're empty and they can be turned into crisis centres or drive through COVID testing centres. So that's got before the Premier and before, like, the lady that's in charge for the state health and it's gone in before some of the federal ministers. Yeah. Some of our team have done great video walkthroughs of our facilities. So um, we've done great presentations and that's got before the COVID team. Um, so I've sort of been working on that. And we've also worked on like a partnership that we are about to let church know about with the Red Cross Blood Bank. Yep, that's right. Um, so that, because that's another way that the church can really help with um, not just blood donations but plasma. Yep. And um, so that's we're right. not just looking at getting the bus on site at Hills but um, making it easy for people to get to all the centres around Australia. There's about 90. So we've got a corporate partnership organised and we're in the final throes of getting some information up on our website about that. Yeah. So just trying to go and find out how can we as a church help and be positioned. Mm -hmm. and, and the feedback I've got is like hopefully we won't need what you're offering, but we're really amazed that you're being generous and that you're thinking of us and appreciate the help. But those teams meet every day and it's a changing um, target yeah. so you know it's it's in a state of crisis so we're just going to be ready I said we're ready to move we're good at moving fast so yeah yeah well I know that I know city care and you know um that is in the heart of our church amen yeah. it is our church and um Catherine the team's teams there's so many have been doing so many great things and so sometimes it's hard to tell a story in this context because you can't get out and necessarily film it or capture it to tell the greatest story but you know we got a report last night from Catherine um Brian wanted it <clears throat> and really honestly there's just layers and it was like you know yeah. several pages deep so yeah to our church for being present yeah. for always being the church yeah. Donna it's lovely to chat with you and um, yeah. we could go on forever and ever, but I'm going to, like, sign you out. And okay. I'm going to try to call Nicola and get her to say hi for a few moments before we um we leave. Anyway, okay. I love you. We should meet See somewhere ya. walking. Yeah, we yeah. could do that. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. See you, girls. Love you. <clears throat> love you, sweetheart. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. So, Nicola Douglas, I'm going to give you a bash now. My phone. Okay, little phone. Worky, worky for me. Oh, praise the Lord. I am pushing the button, people. But it kind of doesn't want to respond to me. Amen. Help me, Jesus. Where's that Holy Spirit? I need the Holy Spirit to help me. Why won't she come? Why won't it come up? Ah, all right. There she is. Okay done it waiting 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 for Nicola so nice to talk to Don ah. <laughs> I did. love it it's working. it's working and you look amazing you are amazing oh thank you how are you so I'm well sweetheart we I feel like we chat all the time on text and chat line but um it's so nice to see your face <clears throat> you're good are you well yeah, I'm doing so well. I feel like we're just getting used to everyone under one roof and kids. So <laughs> New South Wales, I think, still on school holidays, but we've been back to school for two weeks. So oh, that's wow. a real place. Um, yeah, very real place of trying to juggle three different learning grades. And, um, you know, they're missing their friends and things like that. But the kids are so resilient and beautiful. They're doing really well. 
Well, you and Tim, for those who are from overseas or somewhere else, um, Nicola and Tim, they look after our, our Victorian and Tasmania um, locations, doing a great job down there in Melbourne. Okay, so kind of sad news this morning. There were like several police officers were killed in an overnight accident. So that's actually very, very sad for families down there and for that situation. But um, Nick, we've only got a few moments. But um, last week, you um, on your own Instagram, you uploaded um, this really cute thing with just some teaching tips on um, education and what have you. Obviously, you're a mum at home with three children. You're a working woman because you're still working. We're still doing church and life and pastoring. It was fantastic. So you just did that on your own bat. And I love that the girls, our campus girls around the country, etc., are doing things just to stay connected. So I'm actually going to take that little um, school homeschooling tip thing that you did. It was gorgeous. And we're going to post it onto um, the Hillsong Sisterhood Australia site. But then this week, you did another little um, thing, <clears throat> which was a, kind of like a book review. You were just talking about some of the books. You just stood in front of your own bookshelf. And you just actually talked about some of the books that you love. Um, I mean, seriously, you were like Oprah. <laughs> um, just sharing the things that impassion you, that you have loved, and you were fantastic at it. And so I'm gonna, we're going to take that and I'm going to load it up into today's on my line, on my thing, into my IGTV live so that other girls can actually just benefit from that. But here's the deal for those of you still listening on, amen. <laughs> um, I just, when I watched that, I loved it. Um, but it made me think for a split second about girls who don't find it natural to read. It's not their natural inclination. It's not a natural fit for them. They perhaps haven't grown up in an environment where they were encouraged to read. I mean, if I'm really honest, you girls know this, I didn't grow up in that kind of environment. I wasn't encouraged to read. Um, I was smart. I loved medicine. I loved biology. But nobody in my world, because I was a different era from 63, like no one even asked me as a young person if I wanted to go to college or to university or study further. So I wasn't, that wasn't my natural thing. And I had to learn how to do that. And so I just want you to encourage girls or anyone who's watching on thinking, yeah, that's, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at study. Just want you to encourage them for a few moments how to believe it, that they actually could or they could grow in that. Absolutely. And that's the thing about even my life, like it looks and I, I do read prolifically now, but if I'm honest, there was years, and, and I'm talking about, you know, five, six years where I actually wasn't a big reader at all. I think going through high school and university, I was kind of over having to, having to read these recommended books that you had to do. So right. it has been a, a new love affair um, over the last decade, maybe, that I've busted. But I think the main thing is read when you're starting out, read what you love. There is books about yeah. everything. Everything, everything under the sun, there's books about it. And so and one great thing, and that's why I did the book recommendations, is ask people in your world who you know read, give me some, give me some book recommendations because there's nothing worse than wasting time reading a book that's really dry, it's not going anywhere. Um, yeah. I don't know about you, but when I start a book, I have Achiever, very high Achiever, I want to finish it. But I think <laughs> life's too short. Life is too short to be dredging through a book that's really not going anywhere. So I would just say, if you're reading something you're not loving, put it down and try another book because there's so many amazing books out there. Right. Um, another tip I would give is um, Audible books. That hasn't been around for ages, but mm -hmm. that's something that I have loved, especially for mums or if you've got your hands full, you can be listening to a book 
while you're cooking dinner, doing your makeup in the morning. You're um, right. That's an amazing way as well. Fantastic. I love that. Yeah. Because I am that, but you actually were talking about paper. You love paper. I personally yeah. love Kindle. I love Kindle. So I actually went into my Kindle last night because I'm, unlike you who starts a book and then thinks I have to finish this, I start many books and actually don't finish them. But I just want to encourage people not to have a sense of condemnation because that was my encouragement this morning. There is no condemnation. And the Holy Spirit is there to help us as well. I know that sounds super spiritual. But he wants us to enlarge. He wants us to grow. We need to grow. We need to learn, have an inquiring mind, watch more than documentaries on Netflix, which are also fantastic, by the way. But to read because it's actually a, a, it's a powerful thing for our mind and our brain and our youthfulness and what have you. But I actually went into my Kindle and I um, counted how many books I have in there because that's my favorite. I can take that with me around the world, not carry a truckload of books. But um, I have a, 195 books in Kindle alone. So, uh, <laughs> so there's no lack of books there. But the one that I did love, you told the girls in your little spiel, it was only five minutes, but just tell them about those novels. The Francine, oh, yes, Mark, Francine of the Lion, Mark of the Lion series. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I, I, I'm not exaggerating. That they're, they're pretty thick, you'll see on my video. I read them <laughs> in a, a week, all three of them. I was up to all hours. I couldn't put them down. And she's oh a phenomenal author how she has done her research. So she's really yeah. researched that era, that time. And even though the story's not about the Bible as such, there's actually sometimes like... Um, Peter or Paul, or you hear things about disciples and churches <clears throat> happening in the background of the story, but it's not really about them. Uh, yes. It actually brought the Bible world alive to me. But then the okay. stories themselves are just like, you can't put it down, hey. <laughs> so the reason that I, I mentioned that was because that broke, broke something in me when I read those also. And I think I even preached sermons at Sisterhood about them for a wee while. It's Hadassah, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that aside, um, I was the same. I had. I used to fall asleep reading books. I'd, I'd, my intent was beautiful, but I would fall asleep. And those books, I stayed up till four a.m. reading them. <laughs> Couldn't put them down. Anyway. I think that's another tip, actually. Um, it's just the setting. If you're starting out reading, for me, if I want to fall asleep, I read, and I'll usually find the book plastered on my face halfway through the middle of the night. <laughs> so for me, if I'm trying to get through a book, I I don't read past nine o'clock at night unless it is. Mark of the Lion, and I am absolutely enraptured by it. But I think, um, yeah, like for me, Monday, Saturday is my day off, taking a cup of tea, piece of cake, sitting on the balcony. You know, just the setting really helps me to engage with it. Otherwise, you read the same thing five times and get frustrated because you're not really taking it in. Right. So be kind to yourself. Amen. Absolutely. And cake and tea always helps everything. <laughs> Okay, so just stay with me, Nick, because I'm going to get you to pray. But, um, you know, it's 10.39, so we've been chattering for a little while. So I, I don't want to keep the girls longer than that. And um, it's, just, it's just so nice to see you. And um, I know, I mean, we say this each week, can't wait to be back together again. Don't quite know when that's going to be. There is light, at the, there is light in the tunnel. But, um, again, we just need to be praying for wisdom for those who are legislating our lifestyles at, at the moment. But baby girl, I would just love you to pray for the girls and then just stay with me and then just pray for them and then we'll, we'll say goodbye to everyone. Amen. You just pray for the girls. Amen. Yeah.
Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful time that we can connect together this morning. And God, I pray for every girl listening in. I thank you that there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus, that there would be a lightness, that the joy of the Lord will be our strength today, Lord God, that we'll know that we are graceful what we call for, Lord God. And so in this season, I thank you that we can be good stewards with what you have entrusted us with. But Father, I thank you that you power us and equip us, help our hearts to yearn to be close to you, Holy Spirit, to not leave you waiting to, for us to draw close to you and to Amen. hear your voice, Lord God. And Father, I just thank you that there is so much beauty in this season. May we be found in thanksgiving and in all the gratitude of the good things you're doing in our lives. Help us to be a blessing and encouragement to those who are struggling, Lord God, and looking for opportunities to um, be in their world and help them and uplift them. Amen. Bless you, girls, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Fantastic. Stay with me, baby girl. All right. So you know what? It's time to go. You need to go and look after your families or attend to what you need to do. It's been lovely chatting and sorry about all the dysfunction at the beginning, but you know, such is life. Amen. And um, again, tonight we've got our mega prayer meeting online, which has been fantastic. And um, church on the weekend is going to be awesome. And so we love you. All of the locations around Australia, Indonesia, around the world, you're in our hearts. We love you with everything that we have, and we just pray blessing upon you. Amen. So have a great day. Be kind to one another, and um, we'll see you next time. I love you, girls. All right. Thanks, Nick. See Bye. ya. Bye, girls. Bye. Love you. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I hope you have found it encouraging and uplifting and helpful. Don't forget, you can subscribe on iTunes to make sure you get all of the latest episodes as soon as they're released. And if you have time, I'd love to hear from you. Write to me in the review or comments section. I look forward to being with you again next time.